This is a Soulfire production. Welcome to my channel. I'm your host, Christina. I'm an intuitive channel, 7D healer, business mentor, and manifestation expert. On this podcast, we discuss how to tap into your intuitive gifts, manifest the life you want, create a kick-ass business in flow, and take a holistic approach to health and wellness. Don't forget to connect with me on Instagram at ChristinaTheChannel and on my website, ChristinaTheChannel.com. Welcome back to the podcast. I have a return guest today. I have been so, so excited to release this interview. It was such an incredible conversation. I am chatting with Darren Olean on today's show. Darren is such an incredible guy. He is a wealth of knowledge, has so much incredible life experience. You probably remember him from episode 125 of the podcast where we talked all about his life as a superfoods hunter. He is like the Indiana Jones of superfoods. He has traveled the world discovering new and underutilized exotic foods and medicinal plants. A lot of you probably know about barucas, and if you don't already know about barucas, you need to try them because they are the best nut. They're really a seed. They're just the best seed nut ever. They taste like peanuts, but not really peanuts, like peanuts with this kind of chocolatey undertone, I'll say, is how I think of them. They are higher in protein than most other nuts, and they're really good on digestion. So if you struggle with nuts and seeds digestively, check these out. I know a lot of people feel like nuts and seeds are really harsh on their system, but I just, I don't have that issue with these. And they taste so good. I eat them every single day. You have to try them out if you haven't already. And you can actually go to barucas.com slash wellness. And that's spelled B-A-R-U-K-A-S dot com slash wellness, W-E-L-L-N-E-S-S. And that code wellness will get you 15% off your first order if you want to try them out. So I am very grateful to Darren for bringing Brucas to us from Brazil. Speaking of Brazil, world travel, many of you probably know Darren from his very popular Netflix docuseries, Down to Earth with Zac Efron. If you have not already watched this on Netflix, I highly recommend it. It was such a great series. Darren and Zach travel all around the world and they look at different environmental sustainability, food supply issues. It was done very, very well. And if you're listening to this podcast and you haven't seen it already, I know you will really enjoy it. So I was really excited to chat with Darren about his experience making the show and we dive into all of that in the episode. And I'll also say if you haven't already checked out Darren's book, it's called Super Life. It is a New York Times bestselling book. You need to check that out. It's all about the five fixes that will keep you healthy, fit, and eternally awesome, as he says. And if you haven't yet checked out Darren's podcast, The Darren Olean Show, definitely head over there because he gives such incredible information. He is definitely a trustworthy source of information for me. I know nowadays it can be hard to find trustworthy sources, but Darren really understands the science, the data behind a lot of this stuff and has the real world experience. I mean, he has 
he has traveled the world looking at a lot of these different issues, seeing things firsthand. And I just think he has experienced that most people will never get the chance to. So I was really excited to have him back on the show. It was such a great conversation. Pay extra attention to the portion about the science of water, water's memory. This is something that I've been diving deeper into recently and has so many applications, I think, just far beyond what people even think about on the surface. But there is just so much gold in this whole interview. So I'm really excited for you to hear it and enjoy this conversation with Darren Aline. I think we all know I'm very picky when it comes to supplements and I prefer to get as many of my nutrients from Whole Foods as possible, but sometimes, I mean, with today's food supply and crazy life, got a supplement and quality is everything, which is why I love Paleo Valley supplements. These are all gluten-free, grain-free, soy-free, dairy-free, non-GMO, and made from only organic whole foods. So having a whole foods-based supplement is so, so key. And especially right now, I know so many people are looking to boost their immune systems. Vitamin C is so important for this. And there are so many vitamin C supplements out there on the market. They are not all the same quality and quality is everything if you really want to protect yourself. I personally take Paleo Valley's Essential C Complex. This has been third-party lab tested as the most powerful 100% natural vitamin C product on the planet. It contains three of the most concentrated natural sources of vitamin C, including amla berry, unripe acerola cherry, and Darren Oline's favorite, camu camu berry. Most other vitamin C supplements out there are derived from GMO corn and have only a fraction of the vitamin ascorbic acid. Paleo Valley's Essential C Complex contains the full spectrum with absolutely no synthetic vitamin C, just organic superfoods. This is amazing for boosting your immune system. Vitamin C has been shown to reduce fatigue and boost energy. It has been shown to actually help combat weight gain. It's great for heart health and helps to regulate your stress hormone cortisol, which I think we all need to pay attention to right now. And it can actually help to increase collagen production, which is great for skin. This is a must have in my eyes, as is their turmeric complex. I think the vitamin C and the turmeric, I mean, these are two supplements that everybody should have in my opinion. Turmeric is amazing for fighting inflammation. It's one of the most powerful superfoods shown to fight inflammation and repair DNA. And Paleo Valley uses all organic whole food ingredients, adding organic coconut oil and black pepper to enhance absorption and bioavailability. And the important piece is that it is in whole food form. And most turmeric supplements only contain one specific compound, found in turmeric root curcumin, but in its whole food form, it's actually been found to be more powerful than isolated curcumin while also containing nearly 300 other beneficial components. This can help you fight inflammation. It supports healthy joints. It supports brain health, immune health, cardiovascular health. And a lot of people use turmeric, but they're not taking it in a form that their body can absorb. So you'll notice a huge difference with this. If you have any type of inflammation, pain that time of the month. It can help with all of that. So if you want to try out either of these supplements or any of Paleo Valley's whole food-based supplements, head to paleovalley.com. And of course, I have a discount code for you. You can use the code wellness, W-E-L-L-N-E-S-S for 15% off. That's paleovalley.com, P-A-L. 
E-O-V-A-L-L-E-Y.com and use that code wellness for 15% off. You've been up to a lot since the last time we spoke. <laughs> so, I mean, it's it was kind of interesting for me, like watching the show and my pace of when I started and when I finished watching Down to Earth. When I finished was right around when the fires started lighting in California. And so it was like up in NorCal. And so it was really um, interesting for me to see that and such a powerful like way to end it. And I know you're in your guest house right now. So, I mean, I would love to hear your perspective on like, you know, the timing of that was insane. Insane. Yeah. Uh, Those moments you're, you're like, obviously the painful aspect of, of losing everything and having zero control and the gravity of, of nature and all of the insignificance of certain things in life and, and uh, certainly is extremely powerful and hard to grieve and challenging, but also uh, so serendipitous in the show in this weird kind of cosmic way that uh, you can't script that thing. Like there's no, there's no amount of, we planned any of it. Um, you, you know, that was just almost in service of something extremely uh, a lot greater than myself, really. And, um, and, and the, yeah, I mean, listen, the, the sheer gravity of that uh, just drops you to your knees. Um, not only in the acute moment when you hear it, but probably another thousand times uh, as the grief um, waves happen um and you can't even you can't even process it that you can't process that it's like any any close person dying in our lives you can't process that like it's it takes a while to understand the gravity of those situations and my heart goes out to people in northern california and oregon and washington and hell argentina and australia and you name it my heart is is it bleeds for those people and uh i say this all the time um life happens for you it's not happening to you so i never even though it's very easy in this reality especially now to become a victim to everything that's going on and and how do we you know leaders aren't being leaders people are arguing houses are burning down and it's that, well, what are you going to choose? Um, and for me, I just, I'm just not going to choose that victim side. And so for me, after the kind of grief and the waves of it, and then coming back here and seeing, you know, seeing the memorial of everything that I lost is another whole nother wave. And then ended up having to be on a tractor myself as we had to, you know, we couldn't get any heavy equipment down here. So I ended up kind of dumping my own old life into dumpsters and being, you know, taken away. That whole thing was cathartic and necessary. And it gave me the fortitude, the power, the uh, relentless depth of understanding more about who I am, what I am, what this life is about, that that gift is 
contributing to my life to this day in, in, a, in a million different directions in a million different ways. So, so having started that journey really 20 years ago, but then the, some of the culmination of that TV show was just kind of dipping the toe in a mission that I've always been dedicated to now just broadening that. So after the loss, now it's just, now I, I wouldn't take anything back because it gave me, it gave me more of me and it uncovered more false, you know, realities, mm. you know? So pain is nothing we want to experience, but is everything we want to experience because it, it, it drives us into an opportunity to open up doors inside of ourselves that that have such a richness and a, a worlds um, that that I think when used correctly can you know harbor and 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 create kind of the bricks of our future um, in a way that 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 we didn't have before. So all that being said one of the hardest things in my life to go through one of the greatest gifts of my life. Mm. Such, such a beautiful pr perspective on it. And I'm actually curious, like how were you guys going to end the show before that happened? Cause obviously you didn't plan it. <laughs> Who knows, man? Yeah. I mean, I don't know. I, and we, we ended it obviously in the Amazon and kind of the, you know, kind of, for me, it was already a nice crescendo because it was in the Amazon. It was with some friends. Uh, it was with medicinal plants. It was kind of showing Zach um, some of this this part of my life, uh, and and so that that was already a beautiful way of of ending it from that perspective. But no one could have imagined the, you know, what what was yeah. about to occur. Uh, so so yeah. It was like, I could just feel it so much in my body. It was like such a big moment where, I mean, seeing you in like in the Amazon, I'm like sitting there, I'm like, you're like a kid in the candy store, like, like, like teaching about all these different plants and what they can do. And it's so cool. And then this, you know, really devastating event occurs. And it was just like so much emotion in that episode. And I'm like, this seems like, like, this is something somebody would script, you know, but obviously you didn't. Um, and I, I was going to ask, like, you know, of all the places you went, you're very well-traveled. Obviously, we've talked about on the show before um, all of your hunting adventures. Of all the places you went, like, what was the most surprising for you to really experience? You know, having touched many of these things, um, I knew what we were getting into, and I had a little bit of experience. But I think the thing that touched me the most was not necessarily one thing other than just these millions of precious moments. There was a whole side when Zach, you know, went off and and talked with the hundred year old guy or close to it. And and but I went off and talked to the with a hundred and four year old woman that we ended up cutting out. Um but that melted my heart. And uh so those things and then you know jumping to to even Iceland uh you know, Iceland and, and seeing these incredible women engineers who are dedicated, dedicated their lives to this stuff and then having alternative ways of sequestering CO2 literally by creating rock and, and blasting CO2 back into the earth and letting the earth uh, handle CO2 and something that can be implemented 
kind of around the world, like those things. And obviously that borehole of literally, you know, Mordor just shooting out of the earth. It was such, I mean, the, the film did nothing mm. to, to, it couldn't capture the magnitude. We were shaking. Like that was just rattling, rattling us to our core and feeling and being that close to like a hole in the earth was like, wow, there's just, it's just this planet, this, I don't know. It's the, it's the humble nature of us little ants on the earth and this, just massive Gaia uh, that is, and just, you know, I think that just, the, just great people around the world doing incredible things and they may not be, have platforms or, you know, changing millions of lives, but they're changing, uh, they're changing lives in their community. They're changing lives in their city and their towns and their country and they're doing things. And I think that to me is the most powerful because it's collaborations of great people uh, committing themselves to doing what makes sense. It's not a political thing of climate change. Uh, it's it's literally just doing th- things that help people. And I and I and I wish as humans we would just get back to that and and just figure out ways and just do these things that we can do without making it a political stance. Um, so that that to me was the, the you know the little cafe owner in Puerto Rico when they got nailed and he had solar panels and he hooked up to others and he became a beacon in the town and other people could come and he'd had water, he had power and anyone could come there. Like that spirit is, mm. is the spirit of, of, of human to human and kindness. And I think that, that was a huge message in that whole journey for sure. Yeah. Well, I mean, I just thought it was so well done. And I'll be honest, I was super skeptical before I watch it because I'm just skeptical of anything big media. And I'm like, what is this going to be? Because it was so like well done in the sense of as somebody more in the alternative health, like spirituality space, um, seeing how you, you guys touch the topics and like just provided information without like making a clear stance, like this is our agenda, I thought was just so well done and i think like there's so much power in being able to bring this type of information and awareness to people who wouldn't usually see it or hear about it you know and i think that's part of the struggle that a lot of people in the alternative health and spirituality space face is we're just talking to the same people we're talking to the same people and it's like how do we reach people outside of that and what I thought was interesting and I, I've loved hearing more about like how the show came to be. Like I was listening to on Max's podcast and on Rich Roll's podcast. And like, it's almost like they need this big celebrity to say like, Hey, listen up, which is so interesting about just the human mind, you know? And I'm curious, did you have, I, I, I mean, I want you to talk more about any hesitations you had like doing the TV show. Cause I know you've talked a little bit about this before, but I'm sure everybody's curious to hear more. Yeah, I mean, I mean, it was just very serendipitous how this whole thing went down because even 10 years of people saying I should do a superfood hunting show, I should do a travel show, I should do this, I should do my own version of Indiana Jones, blah, blah, blah. And it's always been, I've sat down, had some serious meetings with people and inevitably says, yeah, it sounds great, 
um, how about getting like a celebrity? And I'm kind of like, no, <laughs> yeah. I, I, I just have no interest. I don't need to make it about them. I don't. I, so I've always kind of definitely shied away from that because I don't, I don't need to do a TV show. I've always taken that stance. I'm not here to do a TV show. I'm here to, because I have a mission and help people be healthy, help the planet be healthy. And uh, so as the story goes, Zach heard me on Rich Roll's podcast. I think the second one I was on, uh, on Rich's, and uh, Zach was touched by something I said. And then a roundabout way reached out to me, and we just got to know each other. And, you know, the, the blaring thing that got my attention was, obviously, Zach is just a sweet, kind kid. Like... He's just, you know, he asked me about me for two hours uh, because he just wanted to learn and and, and connect and all of that stuff. So, you know, that that alone showed me something different about uh, we've all met celebrities and there's all kinds of, you know, egos and stuff with all that. But, you know, it really came down to this. It said at the very end, I said, listen, I have this, you know, he asked me, what else are you doing? And we're kind of pretty much walking to the car and and I say, yeah, I have this idea of a TV show. It's environmental. It's superfood hunting. It's pollution. It's it's just getting into it and and really kind of exposing things and and finding solutions and getting out in the world. And he was just like stopped in his tracks and 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 he said this and that's what solidified. And he said, listen, I have forty million plus people that follow me. I got propelled into this thing and I didn't expect it at a young age. I don't hawk products. I just want to do something with this platform I've been given. And I believed him. Mm-hmm. And I believed this kid telling me that. And so, you know, a couple hours later, he walks it to, to his existing show at Netflix. And next thing you know, we switched the whole idea and <laughs> we're, we're, we're off to the races. So, you know, how, and then, and then the show evolves, right? So the, the production team uh, wasn't necessarily Live, most of them weren't in this space at all, right? So, so that became, and, and to your point before, if that would have been a bunch of people sold on, call it climate change, sold on plant-based eating, sold on whatever, then it would have been all of us saying that story. And, and there would be less of a bridge that would, necess- would, would essentially be, be able to reach over and invite other people. Um, and I think a lot of things that go wrong um, in, in doing, doing the opposite of that is, you know, the, those movements, you end up kind of in a way talking down to people and you don't mean to, but it's, it pr- presents a, a level of judgment and elitism and all of that stuff uh, and, and politicizes things and, you know, using certain terms and all of that stuff. And that's something we didn't want to do. And by the crew kind of, you know, being a bridge of, of de- delivering information in a different way, definitely changed the whole thing. Now, that being said, I think if it would have been up to me exclusively, it would have probably went right down that pipe. It would have been so intense. I would have just dove down uh, topics because I list, I literally had for every, all those episodes, I had lists of colleagues that I already reached out to that were going to be on the show that we were going to interview, that we're going to drop some serious information. 
And I was fighting the entire time trying to hold my position. And at the same time, as we both became trusted of each other, the crew really, their heart was in it. And I saw that the more we were traveling, the more we were having hard discussions, the more I was understanding their brilliance while they were understanding my convictions and where I stood and what I believed in. And all that kind of put in a blender and that's how the show went down. And, and it was a beautiful kind of alchemy of that. And I, and I am a believer now in not, not hammering people in a certain way, but this has to be, these are serious, serious matters Mm -hmm. uh, we're facing, but we have to approach it from a solution standpoint. We have to approach it from a certain bit of levity and invitation as opposed to lecturing and talking at people. Yeah, totally. And I think, you know, for a lot of the people listening to this podcast are already very much, you know, aware of a lot of these issues and to just kind of see, I think that seeing the dynamic between you and Zach and almost like his face when he's learning about these things and for us to take a step back and be like, other people haven't already explored this. And like, we have to meet people where they're at and that's the way we're going to get them to open up their minds. And I, and I, I think that that dynamic between the two of you and between you and the crew added so much to the show to like, just remind us like, Hey, like (laughs) everybody's kind of at a different place with knowing about this kind of stuff. And we, we can't just hammer it home. And I think that's where, especially right now, like times are tense and people are trying to get their point across by just drilling it into people. I'm like, you're not, no one can hear you. No one can hear you. It's not, it doesn't work. Um, you know, judgment (laughs) never convinces anybody of anything, Mm -hmm. you know, And, and that superiority and that ego of what that is on the delivery side of, you know, you're justified, your ego is righteous, you want to be righteous, you want to convince people, you absolutely believe you're right, you are absolutely not going to be heard. Mm-hmm. You're only going to be heard by the same people saying the same things in the same righteous space. Yeah. So for me, it's the humble nature of all of that and what I've seen, the thousands of messages I've gotten from a nine-year-old to 70 years old, and that is people are inspired, they're touched, and they, and they want to do something. They want to feel better, they want to be better, and they want to contribute. I think we all can agree on this bipartisan kind of idea, and that is, listen, if there's single-use plastic that gets wrapped around a turtle's neck and is choking the turtle, don't we all feel better when we snip that plastic off of the turtle's neck? And we allow life to be life at, and not at the hands of stupid choices that we've made. So, okay, cool. Let's clean up ocean plastic. Let's clean up land plastic. Let's clean up uh, single-use plastic. Let's not make it into a political stance of climate change. Mm-hmm. Let's just do the right thing. That's my stance. Yeah. I don't want to sit on the stance of like trying to, beat people over the head with climate change, making the argument, okay, well, maybe 
you know, the, the right side is saying, well, the planet always does this and we're not really significantly doing anything. Okay, fine. And then the left is saying, we are absolutely melting the, the, the ice caps and heating up the planet. Okay, fine. But right here, mm. when some kid doesn't have clean water, when a family doesn't have shelter, when there's plastic that's absolutely polluting, uh, when there's, there's damaging CO2 and pollutants in our atmosphere, let's not make it into climate change. Let's make it in. We want clean air. We want clean water all, for everybody. We want access to it. We want clean living situations. Everybody deserves to have that access. Let's not make it a political thing. That's my stance. Just like, you know, I've been plant-based for, you know, I don't know, 15, 17, 20 years. I don't need to convince anybody of that. Mm -hmm. I, it's not my job. I don't want to take that job. I'm, I'm going to give you my opinion. I'm going to share my insights. Uh, I'm going to give you some research. But I, I, it's irrelevant to me whether you do that or not. Mm -hmm. I'm looking at the person in the mirror. I'm, I'm staying true to myself, but I'm not beating people over the head. And I think that's, you know, from a platform like we've been given, uh, that's the great, one of the greatest gifts is we've touched so many people and I feel absolutely responsible to continue that. And so we've actually, I just got off the phone with a, a, a environmental group at Emerson. I'm, I've talked to um, uh, some uh, sororities at, at Pepperdine. I've talked to environmental students uh, in Italy. I've been talking to kids. I've been talking to people that want change. And so I'm figuring out ways to mobilize that generation to keep moving forward, to actually be advocates for change and not get into this politicalizing thing to, 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 to create separation. Um, so, so that's something that I'm currently working on. I don't have the, all the answers, but I'm seeking yeah. the platforms and the information to, to create that as, as opportunities to move forward. Because I, I think, again, it's just a matter of providing solutions for the problems that are, that are being caused for individuals, for communities, for, for our global humanity. Yeah. No, I mean, I'm totally on the same page as you in the sense of, I mean, Mama Gaia is screaming and are you just not going to listen, right? Like It's like screaming. And I think the release of this show is at such a great time when I'm looking around and I'm like, wow, now everybody's using these single-use masks and they're all of their plastic bag. Now we can't bring in reusable bags and like all of this bullshit. And I'm like, wake the fuck up. Like I, <laughs> it's, it's insane to me. It's insane to me. Yeah. Yeah. It's, <laughs> yeah. It, it's, a, it's, listen, it's a, it's a, it's a weird, a weird it's time. A, it's a weird, weird time. And, and, and again, like there's so much of this that's polarized but I, I always go back to what your thoughts are, the actions you're taking, the, the, what you're putting in your mouth, um, the people you're hanging out with, the conversations you're having inside yourself, the conversations you're having outside yourself, uh, the, the, the inner work that you're doing, all of that stuff, that's what we can do. 
-hmm. We have control over all of that. There's so much we don't have control over. And it's obviously it's tough and it's navigating yet another thing. But I want ass kickers. I want people to, to make an inner choice so that we can make an outer choice of, of change and movement forward. Um, and, and we need that. That's, that's mental health. That's, that's the, 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 the space of love and connection and collaboration um, that, that I'm absolutely committed to because mm-hmm. I, I just don't want to spend time swimming in the quagmire of, of kind of that level Mm-hmm. of confusion because it is it's an absolute like every day that goes by it's like this person saying that you can't find credible information anywhere you don't know who's saying what you don't know what they stand for um but you know what you stand for yeah and and, and so there there's a detox that we have to do from from a certain level of this 3d world and kind of drop down inside of ourselves that's the opportunity yeah. It's a huge, huge opportunity. You can't trust certain systems anymore, but you can go inside yourself and trust yourself more. Yeah. And I mean, that's what people need to learn to do. And I, this kind of segues nicely into something I want to talk about. I have my own personal favorite parts of the show, one of which was in Lourdes and like the, the miracle healings and water. And I want you to talk more about the science uh, behind like, how, like shifts in water and like how the words that we use matter, because I think this is really helpful for, I'll speak from the context of like energy healers. And I, I work with a lot of energy healers and I do energy healing and to try and reach somebody who's not in this woo woo world. They're like, how does this work? This doesn't make any sense. I mean, no, there's science behind this. And I, I wanted to hear more about, I know you've like, you have a lot of the science behind like water and saying, I, what were you saying to Max around like the memory of water? Like, I think this is so interesting and I would love for you to explain more about that. Yeah. Water is a big one. And I mean, I think to create a little bit of a context to, to kind of universal structuring in general, and that is through frequency and, and vibratory influence. You can do an easy and see even YouTube it right now, and you can look at a sheet of metal or tin, and you can put sand on it, and they can they can turn on a speaker and put harmonics or different uh, free, hertz frequencies, and and the sand in front of your eyes will organize itself in an absolute geometric pattern based on the frequency. You will see it. Or you can look on YouTube right now. So anyone listening to that. Make a note, go on YouTube, look this up, and you will be blown away at the organizing principle of the universe dancing in front of your face. And so, so you have to get a context. This is not woo-woo. This is li- literally the, the presenting of the organizing structure of the entire universe showing itself. You go all the way down to the golden mean and the, the frequencies and the angles and how the vortation from everything from how the galaxies are absolute vortations all the way down to how shells are made in the exact same mathematics of that vortation. All those vortations have angles, which then relate to frequencies and vibration. And so as it relates to water, water 
demonstrates activity, measured activity in the biological space, right? So it, from our biology, it's one of the greatest cleansers. It's taking, you know, debris in and out of the cell. Uh, it's, it's eliminating, obviously, from our kidneys and our colon. So it's a great cleanser. So from biology, and also it's 90% of our central nervous system. Uh, and, and so it demonstrates this, this ability for energy to flow because we're essentially, you know, nearly 100 million cells that are all little batteries. And we need water and electrolytes in order for frequency to flow. So now you have this biological, but now you're talking about chemical. The water also demonstrates chemical structure. And so where it really gets crazy as water demonstrates quantum. So, so quantum reality shows up in water. So obviously, Dr. Emoto did this work where he influenced water by frequencies or by words, not only ordering them, speaking them, or actually writing them on the bottle. And then he froze the organizing. So going back to what I just said about the frequency, the, the sand on the tin organizing itself to a perfect geometry based on the frequency so the same frequency what is coming out of our mouth is always a vibration and always a frequency which is also incredibly important when you speak because when you speak you're creating and that creating is behind the organizing of the words it's frequency it's vibration so you're creating frequency every time you open your mouth so it's a prayer in the universe every time but that is absolutely showing up in the water of your body and showing up in the organizing structure of that water and of the whole universe itself. So, so as it relates to the quantum, there's a, key, a few experiments when I got to meet, I was at the, actually while filming uh, Down to Earth, I actually jumped Instead of going home on a break, I went to Bulgaria and attended uh, the um, 12th annual or 14th annual, 13th annual water conference of some of the top scientists around the world in water. And I got to meet uh, Dr. Uh, Luc Montier, and he was one of the first people to discover the HIV virus. And then he shifted in the last 20 years, he shifted his focus on water. And, and the thing that I was telling in, in uh, Max's uh, podcast was there was, uh, a, you know, there was two things of water, right? So they put DNA of water, the physical DNA in one water bottle, and then they put just pure water in the next water bottle next to it. And just by the, the closeness and the proximity, the physical DNA of the one transmitted the information of the DNA uh, blueprint in the water next to it. So they could actually replicate the physical DNA by the information in the water next to it without the physical DNA in it. It was transferring information. So they realized that and then Dr. Gerald Pollack starts getting into how when water comes up 
to a hydrophilic surface. And that could be around every cell, every cell membrane. What happens is there's a exchange of protons and electrons. And just by water coming up against it, it produces energy by exchanging that proton and electron and pushing the protons out and creating this what's called an exclusion zone, the fourth phase of water that's more like a gel space. The point of all of that is just by being hydrated and by your water coming up against every cell of your body is actually physically, chemically, biologically creating energy just by the water coming up against the surface. So when we talk about water exchanging information, it goes very, very deep. When we talk about water creating energy, it, it defies what we thought water was. Every single, I probably listened to, it was about 10 a day for three days. There was probably 30 to 40 intense lectures. And every lecture was something extraordinary about water that you could hardly wrap your head around. And every one of them just knew that it happened, knew that this information happened with the water, but they didn't know how. So water is kind of this entity that is in, in us, around us, and with us that acts like it's in the vacuum of time and space and at the same time has very clear physical properties and chemical properties and biological properties. But at the same time, the question remains, by what you say to it, by what water is around, it is taking on that information. I will leave people with this understanding. If you have a hard drive for your computer, the hard drive itself doesn't care what information is there. It will just take the information and save it for you. It's not going to reject the information that's for Project X and, and save what is for project A that you have. It just takes in all the information. Exactly the same with water. So if you're taking in water that's been influenced by, by uh, you know, the municipality and going through weird angles in your uh, pipes and then just shows up, it, it largely gets destructured. It doesn't have the, the frequency and the energy that normal water, that, be, that, that Victor Schauberger does some great work on this, uh, where the, the energy is infused by the light of the sun and also by the magnet, ma magnetism of the earth. And as it flows, it increases oxygenation, it increases mineral composition, and it also increases the energy vibration that we receive infinitely greater. So we're always going back to how do we structure water that makes it more susceptible or more uh, viable for our body instead of taking water that's dead or denatured and then our body has to use resources and energy in order for it to kind of become alive again mm -hmm. so you always want to look at um you know 
life is essentially voltage. Healing is voltage. So if you're taking in dead water that's been in a plastic water bottle in the back of your car all day, it's essentially dead water that's also taken in a lot of estrogen compounds from the water. So it's essentially, look at it as taking energy from you rather than giving it to you. Anyway, that's a little bit on on some of the water stuff. So, so amazing. And I mean, so basically what you're saying is that the words we say affect our bodies because we're made up mostly of water. (laughs) So the words you say matter, right? And also, I just want to extend this for the listener, like really connect it. This also extends to your food, right? So if I'm going to drink water and I'm going to, you know, bless it and say money, love, abundance, right? The same thing with your food. And this is why like blessing your food, most people listening to this eat a lot of plants, right? And so when they're made up of so much water, when you're eating water-rich foods, like you can use this to your advantage and bless it. And I think it's, it's almost like we have, we have so much more power over our realities than, than we believe. It's something that simple, like saying something positive to the food you eat, the water you drink. Um, it's super powerful. And going off of this, so I'm sure people are wondering, so what type of water should I be drinking? Because now their head is spinning and they're like, oh my gosh, what if my water is going through pipes <laughs> and getting messed up? So what are your water recommendations? Yeah, so several. I mean, but I'll keep it pretty simple. So, uh, so yeah, if you don't have a clean aquifer or you don't have a spring, um, there are organizations that have websites that you can, I think, findaspring.org or .com. You can find like, and if you have the time to go get that, great, go do that. Uh, for most of us, uh, we have to kind of deconstruct water and the things we have to get re- rid of out of the water is the volatile compounds that are showing up. Obviously, on-demand water is an amazing human feat that we can go to our tap and turn on water. But the thing is, it has pollutants in it, uh, PCBs, nitrates, uh, volatile compounds reacting from the chlorine, chlorine and the fluorides. And, and this kind of gets in that total dissolved solid thing. So we need to kind of wipe that away. We need to get the physical pollutants out of the water before we can even address the structuring of water. So, so um, an easy way to do that is a distillation or a reverse osmosis. I can give you a link. Uh, I've, I've vetted this great company called Aquatru, uh, and they'll give me a discount, and all your listeners, you can get a discount. Uh, and that's a reverse osmosis, goes on your countertop, strips the water, doesn't allow this micron size uh, filter system doesn't allow for those things to get in. But so now it's, it's empty water. So the best thing to do is get some Himalayan crystal salt or unrefined crystal salt and a pinch of it per glass or a half a teaspoon per gallon. It's not that much, but what that does is gives you the correct size electrolytes. So now your water becomes conductive. You need the mineralization. Um, so then another easy thing is a great company called Blue Water Love or Blue Bottle Love. And it's a nice blue bottle. The blue is also a frequency that's beneficial when the light passes through it. And then they actually have engravings and you can pick what you want. Got love on the side or whatever. And there's several companies out there that can do that. So now all of a sudden you have a nice glass bottle, which is also important. Get rid of the plastic fill that water up. You've got the electrolytes. Now that water is starting to get structured in that. I just talked to another colleague 
uh, in Denmark, who I met at the Bulgarian uh, Water Conference, and he created a vortator uh, with the particular frequency. And so now I'm about to get those in uh, and start um, sharing those around. I'm really excited. So this is all uh, from the work of Victor Schauberger and vortation energy technology, very easy. So those are the kinds of easy things uh, in RO system, reverse osmosis, uh, um, distillation, add your p pinch of Himalayan crystal salt, put it in a glass. That's the easiest thing you can do. Mm -hmm. Of course, you can add a some lemon, some, some, some even drop a cucumber in there that will help mineralize and structure the water. Like there's a lot of different things, but back to your point, um, there's many benefits to taking a pause and stopping and praying and however, whatever that means to you, but breathing and being in gratitude of your water and your food, just a slight pause will also drop you into the sympathetic nervous system so that you can digest things better and you're in gratitude and all of that stuff at the same time. Yes. Influencing the water, the food and your body. Uh, in a healthy way. Mm -hmm. So many benefits. Well, okay. So I know a lot of people are thinking about this. We are, we're switching to a reverse osmosis system, but a lot of people listening to this podcast use Berkey's. What do you think of Berkey's? Is it good enough? Uh, you know, I haven't dug deep into it, but if it doesn't have, I think it has uh, fluoride and chlorine ability. Um, I don't think uh, that it can get out the the nanoparticulates of uh, pharmaceutical drugs that have gotten into our waterways. I don't know if it's gotten enough. I'm not an authority on that one. Uh, mm -hmm. I just know that distillation and RO uh, definitely get out those particulates. Uh, so Berkey, I've heard is good, but again, uh, if it's, it's not, not the best. If it's not if it's not getting down to that micron size, then then you're you're potentially, uh, uh, you know, you know, not fully preparing the water in the way that you want. But you know, I'll, I'll give that more research. But I, I just don't think it has mm -hmm. all of the filtration benefits. Yeah, that reminds me. As you were saying that, I remember when I was watching this episode, and I think Zach asked, "Well, what's in the water?" and I'm sure you gave the whole spiel, but they edited it down to like, you're like, there's just not good stuff in it, essentially. And I was like, oh my God, that, that could have been a whole episode, but probably I know, they, wouldn't have been accepted. I, I, I got so much. There was this whole part where I was actually, they were, they caught me testing it. And so, <laughs> and I explained a whole lot more and there was so much of the show that got edited in that way. And, you know, my, my ego just had to sit down on that one. Yeah. Like, oh man! Whatever. <laughs> well, I'm curious because you guys went in the water in Lourdes. Did you notice anything physically, personally? Um, I mean, listen, that that place was vibing. Mm -hmm. That was I, there was moments where Zach and I had some serious, amazing conversations, and I don't know why that wasn't in it because probably such a long conversation and it just didn't edit. But that place affected us for sure, and you know, and I bottled. I, I sent uh, a bunch of water out for testing. The problem is that when it's sent, when, when I sent some, are of you the, allowed to do that? Oh yeah. <laughs> oh, okay. Yeah. yeah. So I, I sent, I sent a bunch of that water out, but the problem is even transferring it starts to affect the water. So it's really hard to, but I did 
buy a bunch of small glass bottles uh, with the lures on it. And I bought maybe 20 of them and I gave them to all my close friends. And I'm telling you, many of them have a crazy story. One guy, very good friend of mine who who's, doesn't make stuff up, he literally had this like pesky, uh, pesky um, uh, wart on his like foot or ankle. He literally started putting on it within two applications of just this water. It fell off and he couldn't wow. get rid of it before that. And then there's other, you know, few other guys, uh, you know, still have it. But, you know, I lost, like I had a bunch of it, but, I, but obviously it was in the house when it burned down. So mm-hmm. I'll, have to, I'll have to definitely go back. But it was, it was absolutely, I mean, you're talking about power of prayer, right? We're just talking about a little bit when there's millions of people coming every day. And that spring is still like the same spring that she dug up is still coming out water. And it's just a revered, beautiful, uh, spiritual place mm-hmm. that, that is, you know, and, the, and obviously the episode where they showed one of those last miracles where that cancer completely regenerated uh, or cancer went away and the body regenerated itself and they had no explanation whatsoever. And the cancer never came back. And uh, like seeing that x-ray just blew my mind. Like, yeah, like we didn't see that. We didn't see any of that stuff beforehand. We, that was on camera first time seeing it. Like that wasn't planned. That was like, holy, (laughs) that's incredible. It's so cool. I mean, I feel like we limit ourselves so much if we feel like we have to understand how something works to believe it works. You know, I think there's just don't like, we don't know enough about quantum physics or just frequency vibration. And it's just so cool to see that. And for you guys to bring that out to more of a mainstream audience, I think is really awesome. And I also wanted to hear more about speaking of spiritual experiences, these different uh, ceremonies that you guys um, went through at the, in the last, the last episode I want to know more about like, what was, I felt like they glazed over it and I'm like, no, this is the stuff I want to see. Like what, what was happening there? Well, I mean, uh, um, Carlos Tanner, beautiful guy, obviously his story, he saved his life and he dedicated the rest of his life to, to, um, he was, that, that guy was going to die and, uh, ayahuasca, the ceremonies, uh, and his, his nature got himself back again. So that was the very powerful story. And the, you know, ayahuasca, I, I'm, you know, I've done ayahuasca and I'm coming off of maybe 21 years ago, 22 years ago where I did it and I haven't done it since, but, um, changed my life for sure. Um, do I believe everyone in the world needs to do ayahuasca? No, but it is a powerful plant. Now we chose obviously not to do ayahuasca people, you know, I've heard some rumblings of like, ah, oh, they did ayahuasca and like, no, we didn't. Um, <laughs> I, I don't think it's appropriate to film. I don't think it's appropriate in that space to do something that powerful and that sacred and, and that, that energy gets crazy. Um, but, but we did, I mean, really do those cleansing ceremonies. Um, and yeah, that altered me. Like I, that was, you know, that was the end of three and a half months. Um, and just taking a pause and allowing those ceremonies to happen with the shamans. Um, I immediately started you know, going into that space and that vibe, vibe space. The crazy thing of that whole thing is when we really looked at the timeline of when I was being smoked out and being cleansed, 
Mm. That was about the exact time my actual house was burning down. So I believe, talk about serendipity, spirituality, mm. uh, the, the no time and space. I believe to my core that I was being prepared on some level for what was about to, to, to happen. Yeah. Um, and it just was very auspicious in that way. So, you know, yeah, I mean, that was a, that was a powerful, powerful thing. And obviously we could have gone down so many different rabbit holes, uh, and really expanded, uh, that part, but just touching on ayahuasca when done correctly under the right circumstances, uh, and per- you know, and preparing yourself for that is, is, it can be very powerful. Um, but it's really, I think the, the spiritual component of how we approach anything is, is, is super important. Yeah. I mean, I have my, my own whole thing with ayahuasca. I feel like a lot of people misuse it because it's popular now, which it yeah, just, I agree. you know, it's, <laughs> that's not what it's for, but I, I thought, agree. I mean, I don't believe anything's a coincidence. So I'm not surprised you said that honestly. And I also feel like, I mean, just being on that journey, I mean, that was actually, was that actually the last place you guys went? Did you film it in a different order? That was actually the last place you went. That was actual. Yeah. And so I felt like as I'm watching it, I'm like, I don't know if people watching even realize this, like how great to get a clearing after like being in all these places, communicating with all these people, picking up all this different energy and like having so much emotion probably held in your body, like physically and just like having that experience to cleanse and move it through. Like I felt like that was so powerful and really good timing. But I mean, yeah, that's wild that it was probably the same time, but I'm not surprised. Same time. I mean, within, within 12 hours, I just found out my house burned down. Like, so, you know, that, that, that was, you know, if you believe in everything really just happening simultaneously and Mm -hmm. in any way, it just, it just was, uh, you know, I'm grateful for, for that. And I know, uh, it's a personal thing, but I do know that that was, that, that was there. I I was, I couldn't even really talk after that. Um, I, I was really, we had a whole closing segment that they ended up cutting out because I think I was just kind of out there (laughs) kind of dazed. I can't even imagine like going through that and then having all these cameras around you, you know, Mm -hmm. like, and it's just like, I mean, you could feel the emotion Mm -hmm. through, but I guess, I don't know if at that point you had just forgotten the cameras were there. It was kind of a family at that point. And, you know, and for most of the stuff, like in the cars and everything, it's just little GoPros. And so you kind of just forget about it. And every once in a while, you know, camera guys in the front seat but we were all friends yeah so you know I I just you know over the years I've had some camera people around and it, you just for me it's more in service and less about it, less about trying to be something for a camera like I just mm-hmm. can't do that like it's just inauthentic yeah. and I just don't operate that way and uh, again this is this is way beyond a show and it's 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 more of trying to help in any way that I can to, to help people and help the planet. And if, and and if, and when this continues, um, I'm, I'm in service to that. Uh, so, so authenticity is the, (laughs) the only way. 
Yeah. Well, that's what I was going to say that I was going to use that word. I'm like, I'm, I'm so glad you did this because you're so authentic. Like, and it comes through and it was interesting for me to see like your conversations with Zach. Um, and how, well, like, even like you could tell, it was like, you guys weren't thinking that anybody was recording it. There was a part where he was talking about like, just kind of getting thrust into all this at a young age. And like, what do I do with this platform? And just to see that was, uh, really cool. You know, like I definitely have like, I want to be honest, like I lived in LA, worked with a lot of celebrities before and I have my, a bad taste in my mouth with a lot of them. And so it was cool to see someone who you could tell he like wants to do this for good versus, you know, putting on a show like, oh, look at me. And it's that authenticity that really shines through. And I think that's what inspires people to want to make changes for themselves. For sure. Yeah. yeah. I mean, that's, that's where we really resonate. I mean, listen, of course, Zach has his own you know, world that no one understands because, you know, it's just, it's intense. And as we're on the, on the road, there is a lot of intensity uh, that he has to navigate because of his international uh, appeal in that way. But at the end of the day, yeah, his heart is his heart. And, Mm -hmm. and that's where we met on. And, and uh, yeah, I mean, we had many conversations that we just, just had, and uh, they didn't, they didn't use all of them, but it was, it was pretty revealing. Uh, and it just, um, you know, we just, you know, on the road with someone that long, um, we just start to walls start to drop and, um, and closeness is, is created or at least has the opportunity. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, uh, pretty, pretty special to have not only him, but the crew and it's like, uh, we're family. I can call any of them up right now and boom, we can be right there. It doesn't matter. We had a hell of a, hell of a team and hell of a family. Great adventure. Well, I'm curious, was there anything that wasn't aired that you wish was, or I guess even that you didn't get to talk about that you wish you could have in the show, whether or not you filmed it? Yeah. I mean, there was, yeah. I mean, every episode, I think there was a lot. I mean, um, it just, again, we chose not to open up some of those cans. I mean, there was Puerto Rico episode, actually. There was a lot that I shared with Mayor Cruz in the car about solutions, um, about uh, energy technologies and other ways of a power, food, shelter uh, that I have access to. And it just opened up too much of a, a world for us to, we can't really get down and explain it all. Um, but those kinds of things. And again, I was just coming directly, not for the show's sake, but literally like I'm seeing what's going on. And I know, I know people who are doing these things around the world. So I couldn't help but to start telling her, I said, listen, like this isn't going to work. This will, let's come back and do this. And like, and then she was just like, wait, what? There's yeah. a solution for this and this and this. And so, you know, those kinds of things happened all the time. Um, I think that that we just had to pull back. Yeah. Because it was just too, too much, um, which, which is great because it's like if, if we continue doing this, there's no amount of subject matter that we can't get into. Yeah. Um, there was a point where, you know, Zach and I said, like, you know, uh, we could probably do this for the rest of our lives and not have any problem uh, investigating and digging into any any problem. Mm-hmm. Um, so, so um, yeah, 
So there was, there were several things, but, um, uh, I'm, I'm happy that it went to the level it went to, to inspire those types of people that needed the inspiration, especially at this particular time. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's an interesting dynamic because I can imagine from your perspective, like you can probably see all these solutions, but they're not always well, well received, right. By people, especially when they've been living a certain way. So it's just like we were talking about before, like just showing information and like offering options and with so many different topics covered in that show, if somebody's feeling almost like overwhelmed, like, wow, I've learned a lot. Like, what do I do? What, where would you say to start? That's a good question. I mean, they can literally start with going, you know, I'm, I am creating a lot of stuff right now. So DarrenOlean.com, just sign up for the newsletter. At least I'm giving out mm-hmm. once a month, I'm giving out free information, going through lists of questions. Uh, and then I'm also on the side, like I said, with the, the younger generation, the, uh, the, these universities and these kids that have reached out, I'm, I'm mobilizing and creating ways for people to know where to go. Uh, know what to do with the kind of information they're looking for so that we can keep this momentum moving. And that's also what organizations to support, what are they doing, what what companies are doing social, economic, environmental solution-based businesses. I'm aligning with and having meetings every day with entities that believe in that same mission. Um, so collaboration. So stay in tune with uh, my Instagram and my DarrenAlene.com because, and my podcast, um, uh, Darren Aline Show. So all of that stuff, I am infinitely more stoked and fired up. And, and, and you know, and that's, that's a beautiful thing. When you've received so much love from the show, it's, it's not like, cool, look at me. It's like, cool what can we do together? And yeah. that, that to me is, is, is deep in my heart. And, and everyone that I haven't been able to reach out to and respond to, I'm hearing you, I'm feeling you, and I am moving in the direction that hopefully helps to move a needle in, in any way towards the betterment of us as a human family. Well, I'm so grateful for what you're doing and I'm super excited about your podcast. So everybody definitely listen to it. And I just have one last question for you. What was the best thing you ate on that journey? (laughs) God, every one of them kind of blew me away. It's the hardest question. (laughs) Oh my gosh. Um, I think the, uh, the chef in Peru, Mm. uh, cause he was using like local food that I had been aware of and even superfoods that I had forged and the way he put some things together. Um, I, I, there is no even, I can't even, I don't even know what it was because there was, it was so outside. It wasn't like lasagna or something. It was like something that you've never heard of in a presentation that you've never seen in a way that you've never tasted. Mm -hmm. And so it was like, you just entered a different universe and your taste buds express something that you've never expressed before. That's what it was like eating his food and, and several others. But he, he in particular, I think, blew me away. Amazing. Well, yeah, all the food you guys ate looked so amazing, <laughs> except for those, those bugs that like moved around. I was just telling him, like, dude, don't eat it. No. <laughs> 
<laughs> he did. All right. Well, amazing, Darren. Thank you so much. This is such an awesome conversation and I really appreciate your time. Oh, Christina, it was wonderful. Thanks for the great conversations and your presence. Huge thank you to Darren for coming back on the podcast. Don't forget to check out his show, Down to Earth with Zach Efron. Check out his podcast, The Darren Aline Show, his book, Super Life. You can follow him on Instagram at Darren Aline. You can find more from him on his website at darrenoline.com. And make sure you try Barucas. You can go to barucas.com slash wellness and that code wellness will get you 15% off your first order. Don't forget if you want access to exclusive behind the scenes content, head to my private Instagram account. It is the channel crew on Instagram. And all you have to do to gain access to that account is take a screenshot of your iTunes rating and review and DM it to that account, the channel crew. And when I receive your request to follow and the DM of your screenshot of your iTunes rating and review, I will accept your request and you'll get access to the page. As always, you can connect with other podcast listeners in our free Facebook group, the channel crew on Facebook. Thanks again for tuning in. If you enjoyed the show, don't forget to take a screenshot, share it on Instagram, tag me, tag Darren. It means the world to me. When you share the show on your stories, it helps more people find it. And that is how we can impact as many people as possible. That's going to be it for today's show. I hope you have an amazing rest of your day and I will chat with you again next time.